If you guys want to become a supporter of the podcast, follow the description below in the in the podcast uh, episode information right there. Um, you're gonna click on that link and it's gonna take you over to my official site on Anchor. And for 99 cents a month, you will get the episodes days before it hits the airwaves. So these go up on Monday, so you'll most likely get them on like a Thursday or a Friday, so two or three days early. Uh, if you want to bump up that, you can get $5 a month, and you'll get episodes days before it is the airwaves, plus a chance to win a free podcast t-shirt and then a shout-out on air every single episode. And then for $10, which is the biggest one here, uh, for $10 a month, you're going to get the episodes early. You're going to get a free podcast t-shirt. There's no chance here you're going to get a free podcast shirt. Uh, the full schedule of guests on the upcoming episodes, a chance to be on an episode of your choosing, asking a question to either me or a guest, plus a shout-out on air every single episode. So if you got a little cash hanging around and you love the podcast and you feel like just giving me a hand, go ahead, please. I really would appreciate it. the hodgepodge podcast i am your host as always dodge but you guys already know that on instagram and twitter at i am mr dylan hodge the podcast is on instagram as well at the hodgepodge podcast if you're listening on itunes apple podcast go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review please that helps us uh helps the podcast and me and and us and, and you guys as listeners it helps us um, grow on the charts, and, 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 and we're not going to become the most successful music podcast. I'm hoping we will, but um, it helps us just grow on the charts and helps a lot more people see us and stuff like that. If you're listening on like Spotify or uh, iHeartRadio, go ahead and hit that add button. You're going to add us, and it should have a little feedback button there as well. Go ahead and add the feedback, please, if it would. It would mean a whole lot to me. Now that that business junk is out of the way... Um, I'm doing these podcasts differently. I'm doing this one way different than I do the others. And I mean, you're, you're going to hear it. It's going to be the same on your guys' end. But I'm recording this like a week out. Um, and here's the reasoning. We are here in Mississippi. We're supposed to have uh, one big hurricane here coming. And the next one, uh, there's another one that's supposed to be coming. I think we're just going to get the rain from that one right now. Um, that could change. Like, like all hurricanes and storms do, that could change here in the next in the next good bit. I mean, it could change any any minute um, and come straight towards us. So that's, that's the reason I, I'm doing this differently on my end. Uh, so I'm going to have a little bit more time to talk and, 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 and stuff like that today. Um, yeah, I'm doing these a week early. So I'm doing this on Sunday the 23rd. Just to give you a perspective of how far out that is, tomorrow... Uh, the 24th will be last week's episode that you're listening to right now. That'll be last week's episode, which is Lindy Burial's episode. So, yeah, it's it's a big difference over here on my end. Um, I have been, if, if you guys have been keeping up, well, I don't want to say this because I don't know if these videos are out yet. But you're going to see videos 
if they're not already out on YouTube, um, my walls look totally different. Uh, they look splotchy and stuff like that. I am redesigning and repainting my studio here. Um, that's actually what I'm doing right now, and I took a break. Uh, my back is killing me. My hands and arms are killing me from uh, from having this freaking paint roller going uh, nonstop uh, for the past for the past hour and a half, two hours. Um, so yeah. It's going to have a whole new design set. The, the, the design set, which you've seen on YouTube, you see me standing. And it's going to be in front of my bed and in and, and front of my, 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 my artwork and stuff like that. That's totally going to change. I'm rearranging the studio, redesigning it fully. Going to have new equipment. Going to have new everything as you hear right now. Uh, new microphones, new setup here. Um, new ways of how we're doing things. Uh, and so that... I believe is going to be um, a big step up for us. It's going to be great for us and, and for you guys as well that are listening right now. Um, I have I have an image of how my studio is going to look. Um, I know exactly how it's going to look in my mind. I'm just trying to make it work and fit because this studio is very small. Um, I don't have a lot of space for a lot of things. That's why I usually don't have. I would have guests in my in my studio, which I may. Um, I may do here pretty soon, um, may try to get them out here to my, to my home and introduce them into the bedroom slash studio here, which, um, now it's mostly just a studio other than a bedroom. I just got one, I just got a little bed in here and the rest is all podcasting stuff and a little TV. Um, not a lot of, you would call room, uh, room stuff, room here. Uh, it's all studio equipment. And studio, studio everything, okay? Um, yeah, so you guys are going to be seeing that on YouTube, um, those videos. And speaking of those videos, this video that you're, this podcast you're listening to right now, the guest is over on YouTube right now. Um, always try to, um, if, 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 if you like the video forms better, always go to YouTube around Thursday or Friday-ish. Um, sometimes on the weekends, I usually upload the videos earlier just because it takes longer to render and stuff like that over on YouTube. Um, so if, if, if you prefer the video over the audio, we do them over Skype now. And once we do over Skype, I'm able to take that video and throw it over on YouTube. Um, so I don't do these introductions on, on the, on the video. It's just strictly the, 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 the interviews and the chats with the guests, so that's that that's what I've been doing. Um, I was gonna give you guys an update. Um, I mentioned I was gonna give you guys an update and I didn't forget. I just couldn't find the time in between podcasts to, 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 to record it. And since I'm recording earlier now than I usually do, I have time to let you guys know and in on a little secret. Not secret, just results of what happened a couple weeks ago. So you guys know that I was uh, me and uh, a guy that I knew who's on the podcast. Uh, Corey, we were doing a backpack drive. It was me, Corey, um, Corey's business partner, John, and it was, uh, my friend and alumni, Shira Galloway, and it was her daughter, Kyla, who is also alumni on the podcast. Corey is too. Um, we all put together and we all made this backpack drive, um, Thing and we put it together. It was kind of Corey's idea, and then I just kind of went in there and kind of helped him mold it together. And we just went uh, kind of like 50 50 partners, um, I'm guessing you could say. 
Uh, so... It was couple, two or three weeks ago, and we, we got out there, and one person, one per, I'm telling you, one person, one person was lined up. We're like, ready to get our backpacks. The guy already had his backpack picked out. And I'm sitting there, and the first day is like from, what was it? Like nine to two, maybe. I don't I don't remember the times exactly, but we were out there early that morning. And we were there and one person was lined up, they got their backpacks, and then a couple other people came and got their backpacks. And we were a little short on backpacks. We initially said there was gonna be forty or fifty. I think we were only able to round up about thirty. Uh but but that's still that's that's still fantastic. Thirty backpacks, that's fantastic, great. Um, so we got that, and then we wait about one thirty ish. I would say we gave away our last backpack, and we still had school supplies. Um, a couple people came wanted backpacks, didn't want school supplies, they just wanted backpacks. Which the backpacks came with school supplies. So what we did was we put school supplies. In the backpacks, um, I'm not gonna name off all the school supplies we had. If you want to see all the school supplies that we purchased, that I purchased, that we put in the backpacks, you can go to my Instagram and and look at that, or my Facebook if you're friends with me on Facebook or whatever. Um, it was like notebooks and pencils, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Basically, main school necessities. And nobody wanted the extra, the the the, the extra school supplies. And so I was like, "Hey, look, we're just gonna call it a day." Um, it was a neutral. It was a neutral agreement to call it a day because we had already done everything. We had already sold the backpacks. Nobody was wanting school supplies. Um, oh, we also had two or three backpacks donated um, to us that morning. So, th- so that's that's a cool deal there. Um, and that round is about forty-two ish, forty-three, something like that. So I said, neutral agreement, call it a day. Um, so we, 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 I call it a sellout, but we gave it all away. Um, and that was in the initial flyers was it was all there until first come, first serve. First come, first serve, um, basically, is, was, the, what was the initial boundaries there. Um, and the cool thing was you had, I say cool, but... You had to have your child there in order to get a backpack. So if you wanted six backpacks, only had one kid, that wasn't going to happen. Um, just because, and I don't want to be sound like a jerk when I say this, but there are some people. Not saying everybody that did this or does this is that type of person, but there are some people that will grab a backpack and say they got six kids and then they will go sell it with all the school supplies for like 25 bucks, you know. And we didn't want that chance, not saying anyone that was that came up and and and, and was asking about it was 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 going to do it. It just we didn't want that factor to to be that. We didn't want anything like that to happen. So it was first come first serve must have your child. Um, I think we gave away two, and because their children were in the car, and we were able to um, walk over to the vehicle and see the child there. I know that sounds weird, but we were giving them away as safer, as safest, and best as possible. So 
the child was no one was allowed to touch the backpacks um we were there was mask was mandatory you had to have a mask in order to get a backpack if you wanted a backpack you told us what type of backpack you wanted and we gave it to you unless they were separated and there was only like two or three and they just grabbed one um but if there was the total of 40 backpacks you were not allowed to touch them um keeping corona safe um that's not that's not what people want to hear um so yeah we did have we gave them all away we had a sellout Let's just go ahead and say it. We had a sellout. We get they, they we gave them all away, and I think that's the I think that's the good part of it, um, because I didn't want people to think that I was doing. And I let me tell you what I did the night before. I recorded this whole thing over my phone. Um, I was stressed out. I was anxious. I was nervous. Because I didn't want people to think that that we were doing this for the wrong reason. Um, I didn't want people to think that we were doing it just to give ourselves, you know, just to put our names there. And that was what I struggled with the most. Um, people were like, Shira was like, yeah, you can't. You, even my mom and, and my friend and Big Shrimp, they were all like, you can't be doing this. You can't. It doesn't matter what they think. You know you're not doing it for that. You're doing it for the right reasons. But. I recorded this whole thing over my phone and I was just talking and I was like, look, th- this is this is my fears. This is what I hope comes out of it. And I listened back to it and it was it was just so depressing that I couldn't put it on here. I was go- that's what I was going to do. I was going to put it on here first and then give uh not really my reaction, but give like a rebuttal to that. Okay, that's what you thought was going to happen. Well, here is what actually happened here. And that was that that um yeah and so i was struggling with people are going to think that me and Corey and shira and kyla and john and everybody that was that was that put in on it and 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 were with it were going to or just doing it to put their names out there and i think now nobody thinks that or nobody thought that um i thought it just because i just know yeah, people are sometimes. You know, you grew up in a town where everybody talks. You know, but but everybody's gonna talk, so it doesn't matter really. Um, yeah, we had a sellout. Um, no need to be nervous at all there. Uh, like like I was and anxious and scared. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a it was a great thing that we did, and I wound up coming out of it very very humble. Um, because I initially, when I, when growing, you guys know my story, I told it on the podcast, episode 200, if you want to go back and listen to it, Big Shrimp interviewed me. I didn't grow up with a lot. I didn't grow up poor, but I didn't grow up rich. We were probably the lower class to middle class, depending on what year you're talking about. So we weren't able to afford a lot of the name brand stuff or, you know, even the name brand backpacks, name brand um, pencils, notebooks. You know, it was all the, the which I'm very grateful for. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not trying to make this a pity party story on myself. I'm just I'm just trying to give you the guys the, the, the details of, you know, and 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 most of what we had, um, if we ever had name brand clothes, there were either two ways three ways of that happening one my cousins gave us the clothes 
because um, that's what we did. We were close. My mom's side, we were close family, and we were kind of the same size, I guess. And once we either outgrew clothes or they outgrew clothes, they kind of went to each other. Um, and so we either got them that way, um, thrift thrift stores and garage sales and yard sales. Those were a big uh, get as well. And then it really just depended on the year because there was a year where we were not balling in money, but we had more money than we knew what to do with because we just grew up with so little. Like it, you would you would look at the number and just be like, "Wow, you were you were happy because you made that." And the truth is, yes, because we grew up with so little, and and I use so little in 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 a in a, in a middle class, low class society. And for me, that's that's little compared to where I grew up. A lot of people had a lot of money where I grew up and where I went to school, and so I had to compare myself to those people and be like, "Look, you're poor." To these people right here, you're poor, you know. And I was just thankful that I was now in the place where I was able to give back to people that needed help. Because my hometown helped me so much. You know, we put, we, we praised each other and we put each other on the mantle at the same time. And we were able, they were, they were able to help me and I was able to help them. Um, and so I just wanted to give back to the to the community that helped me out, helped us out. Um, yeah, that's that's my stance. That's where I was at, and I was very humble to be able to like look. I still have a job doing the podcast and doing my my my, my um, part time job. I'm able to to give back and I'm able to buy and I'm I'm very grateful to still have a job during the shutdowns during the corona and the pandemic and a lot of people don't I'm not I, I don't know these people's situations they could have been the richest people and were just giving handouts but there were some there were some that probably really really needed it and I'm thankful I was there to donate and to give back to the community, give back to, give back to my people, give back to the hometown crowd here, and that was the biggest takeaway of it all. Doesn't matter if we didn't have a sellout. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Nothing else mattered, but those kids were going to be able to go to school with great looking. They were not. Not all of them were name brand backpacks. There were a few. That snuck in there. There were some Jan Sports, but there were also some Walmart backpacks. You know, the Walmart name brand backpacks. But the smile on those kids' faces when they were able to pick out a backpack that they wanted and be like, "I like this one." Well, you can take that backpack, sir. You can take that backpack, chick, ma'am, madam, little girl. And you take it to school and you flaunt it. You fly that backpack like it's an airplane. You fly it like it's no doubt about it. And that was the big takeaway of it all. It was a smile on these kids' faces when they were able to have a backpack. Uh, 
little bit more here before we jump off here and go to the guest today. Um, you guys realize once I do take up a lot of the half the time, that means the interview is not that long. I think this one's about 20, 30-ish minutes. Um, and so I wanted to hit closer to that hour mark than what we uh, – the past ones have been way, well over an hour. I think the one we did two weeks ago was almost two hours. And one before that was like hour and 20. And then the one before that was well over an hour and a half. And then uh, – yeah. So <laughs> these uh, – uh, just trying to keep with the with the jive here and, and the jive. Um Guests coming up, um, I have a lot of these recorded, a lot of these podcasts recorded here. So yeah, let me let me let me let me answer my rude people who's calling me. Oh hey, we're back. Sorry for that interruption. Um, that was actually a long break for me. It was about an hour and a half break that I <laughs> answered the phone. It was what not even a second for you guys. Um, I had some lunch, answered the phone, had some lunch, and uh, caught up on a couple of things I needed to do here, and now we're recording. So without further ado, let's go over right now to the introduction for today's guest on the podcast right now. Hey, it's Derek Norsworthy, and you're listening to the HodgePodge Podcast. My guest for today's podcast is Edward Burks. So this guy is from right here close to my hometown of Pascagoula, Mississippi. He was recently featured with his single, Worried, on CMT, which if you don't guys know, it's country music television. That's a big thing here, country music in Mississippi and the South in general. So his new single, Worried, is available everywhere right now. He is talking about his new cinema company, Breeze Money Cinema, and he's describing country music as an open lane traffic, which we really just talk about his life and and the length and, and, and the process of how country music has, has made its change in the, in, in the industry. So here it is right now. Hollywood goes Nashville on the HodgePodge podcast right now. She seems kind of worried that I may pack up and go. Girl, let me tell you. And your love is all that I know. Um, just one second here. Make sure you're all okay. We're good. Thanks for joining me, dude. Thanks for taking yeah. time out of your busy schedule for me. Oh man, thanks for having me, man. Thank you. So I uh, I got you on here because I I am a Mississippi native like you are. You're from Pascagoula. I'm here in Wigan, so we're not that far apart. Uh, so oh, yeah. I was I was watching the news the other night and. And they were like, this, this this new artist from Pascagoula, yada, yada. And they, you know, they, they said, you're featured on CMT. So I was like, ah, you know, they may just be an okay artist. But I listened to it, man, the song is actually a jam. And I just played it. So before we jump into the actual podcast here, talk about uh, your new single, Worried, which was uh, just featured on CMT. Yeah, Worried, uh, uh, new single out. Uh, you can get it out on all platforms right now. 
Um, it's a song that uh, basically, like I said, I came up with through going through a lot of uh, different uh, relationships in your life, you know, and you um, just basically want to have something dear dear to your heart. And that was one of the songs that I came up with, man, and it's doing well. And I thank everybody. I thank you. I thank all the fans, WLOX, the hometown team, um, <laughs> everybody, man. It's, it's, going, it's going well and uh, weller than I expected. And I'm blessed. I, I thank you yeah yeah man i always think every time it doesn't matter who it's coming from my hometown crowd because without the hometown you wouldn't be anyone you know what i mean like exactly. people are like you want to be you you want to die famous in a small town well wouldn't that much rather be dying poor in a in, in a big name town you know yes, it, I mean? will. <laughs> <laughs> yes it will brother <laughs> so man uh i want to get this right out of the box here. Uh, I was doing some research on it. You describe country music as open lane. I do not disagree with that at all. For me, that is the absolute love of music in general. Like, I hate when people say, and you may have different views on this, but I hate when people say, that's not country music. Okay? And then I'm thinking, well, hang on a second. Who died and made you the person to say what is and what isn't country? You know what I mean? Like, like, how terrible would music be if it did not evolve? Like, take jazz or take blues, for example. That's yeah. not even around anymore because it never evolved. It yeah. stayed the same. You know, it's like Garth Brooks wasn't country when he started. Conway Twitty, George Strait. You want to name them? They were never country, and you consider them your heroes now. <laughs> it just <laughs> irritates me because yeah. it's just like, if it's talking about country roots, country vibes, who cares if it's a rap song? Who cares if it's a poppy or or, or even heavy metal sounding? If you consider yourself country and you're allow, and, and, and you allow yourself to say that and you're great with that, guess yes. what? I'm 100% on your side because I Man, agree 100% with that. Oh yes, appreciate it, brother. And like I said, it's to each his own, you know what I'm saying? But also, like you said, music has to evolve. And um, my, by me being in a, a more of a little bit younger generation, you know, we want to put our twists sure. and twangs to things. And, you know, um, <laughs> I love country music and I wanted to try to keep it at, at its original state, but also as well at the same time, give it a little flavor as well and that's what i think uh that makes me a little bit different from the next because it's kind of popish uh and country at the same time you know right and i think there's a lot of artists now that you can like like some have just fall, fallen off the face of the earth either because they just don't want to chase it anymore or they they're not going to evolve so they're just going to stay the same but like artists like blake shelton for example i followed blake shelton my whole my whole life because he was the one, you know, that was the big thing when I was growing up in the early 2000s. Yeah. And he's evolved with it as well. And he's continuing these number ones as well as like Kenny Chesney, Jason, Al Tim yeah. McGraw. I mean, they've been yeah. out since the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. you can't sit and there and argue with me and say, music is not evolving. It's evolving yeah. way more than you want it to. I don't care who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So don't get stuck in the sand. You better get going because it's definitely evolving. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So take me back. Uh, write me a story on your life. What was it like growing up in Pascagoula? I mean, I don't know. I'm not from that area, but I'm somewhat close that I can kind of figure out. But also, I'm not a man of color. You know what I mean? So like, 
how how weird was it for you to be a man of color and there only be like Charlie Pride and Darius Rucker that's in country music? Did you ever get these looks of like, what are you doing, man? Your genre is not country. You yes. know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes, brother. I got those looks, some of those talks, you know. Um, but uh, after they listened to the song, they was like, well, okay, yeah, you, you're country. Shut their mouth. <laughs> yeah, shut their mouth. But, um, you know, um, it, it, like I said, you know, once once you find a lane that you're, you're, you're I feel like I, I feel like I can be great in this lane. And I feel it's so refreshing because it tells, it, like I said, it tells a real story. So you get a chance to get your story out there in front of the world, if you can, and, and tell tell your story. You know, that's what country's all about, just telling a good old-fashioned story that people want to uh, resonate with and, and, and listen to. So tell me about this guy named Edward Burks that, okay. was, that, that will soon be known as Hollywood. Where... What was it like being Edward Burks before you were Hollywood? Um, kid you not, um, Edward Burks only <laughs> lasted. Edward Burks only lasted until probably I would say my eighth grade year. Uh, you know, and then after that, it became Hollywood because um, when I moved in from California, I, I, I originally from California when I moved in. Okay. Uh, elementary. That's how I got the name playing basketball. And uh, it stuck with me ever since. Um, uh, even, even the teachers uh, throughout my whole school year was, was ca even calling me Hollywood. Um, I didn't even know if they knew my real name or not. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's that, that stuck with me. And, uh, man, it was it was a blessing growing up. Um, I was a star basketball player, football player, mm -hmm. ran track. Um, you know, um, it, it was just a blessing growing up. I had a, a group of good people around me, um, good teachers, uh, you know, um, that that uh, that that was hard on me and 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 made sure I get things. And, you know, um, it, it was just a blessing growing up, man. I, I, I don't have no bad, no bad taste in my mouth about anything about being Edward Burks when I grew up, because, you know, it takes all the scratches and the bumps and bruises to make you who you are. And, you know. Um, you know, I, I was, I was with it. I was out there getting it with the rest of them, man. You know, so it, it was a breeze. So my take on it and, and, and excuse me if I'm wrong, but growing up, you were probably going, wanted to be like a uh, sports star of some sort. Is that what you, was it, that, was that your, was it, that your main thing? Wanted to be like a sports? Yes. I wanted to be a basketball player. Uh, I was heavy into basketball. That's how I got the name Hollywood, but also, I always loved doing music. I was sung in a church choir, like I said, at uh, Union Baptist, uh, Pastor Larry G. Hawkins. That's my pastor. Um, and I started there singing. Um, and and that mm -hmm. always been a part of me, singing. So I was playing ball. And um, everybody knows on the team, you know, if somebody's singing or even if we win or lose, Hollywood's going to be probably singing a song right after and, and tripping <laughs> out and having fun. <laughs> You know, even if we got to run the next day because we lost the game and then I'm singing on the bus on the way back. So, you know, um, that's how it's always been, man. Just good, clean fun, man. No matter what genre, I mean, no matter what race, man, we, I I'm, I was friends with everybody. You know, I, I didn't see no color. I never have, never will, you know, and I just right. see people. I just see people for who they are, you know, and, and their spirit. You know, and I just go by that. And uh, like I said, I, I had a tremendous 
childhood. I had six other brothers and sisters. It was seven of us growing up. So I came from a large family. And, uh, you know, I know what the struggle's about, you know. So, uh, you know, and uh, it, it was just a blessing. You know, we all turned out fine, you know. Uh, no, any of us, no jail time or anything. We're all just good citizens just trying to do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, other yeah. than that, and great childhood. So you came from a big family, obviously. Yeah. Is that, do you want to, like, if you start, you know, settle down, have kids? I don't know if you do that now, if you have know, your personal life, but, like, do you want that pretty soon, like, a large family? Or are you just like, I'm tired of the large family. I just want, like, one kid and a wife, and we're good. Oh, no, oh, no. Big family all day, big family, <laughs> big family. That's how we roll down here. Um, least, uh, six kids, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and just have the works, you know, and, uh, and, and just be in love with family and friends, you know, that's how we party and how we rock, you know, we get up and, and gather up, you know, we can't do that now due to the, the, uh, right, pandemic, right. you know, but, you know, after that's over, we, you know, we'll be getting right back up and, and, and just celebrating family and friendship, you know, how we usually do. Uh, you know, before the pandemic jumped off, you know, but um, yeah, man, it's it's just been a good ride, man, with good friends and family, man. Uh, that's all I can say about that, man. It's been a good ride. So obviously you're being from California. What made the move here to Mississippi? Was it was it like a parent's job? And and how hard was it for you to come from California to fit into a country society like Mississippi? Yeah, see, when we came uh, from California, I had a lot of family still from Mississippi. We was probably like okay. some, of the, some of my only family that was out in uh, out in the West Coast at the time. Um, but when I came down, it was definitely a transition from me being out in the city to, uh, you know, running the streets, you know what I'm saying, out there. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was kind of bad. I'm not going to lie. I stayed in Pomona. It was kind of like a lot of gangs out there. So my yeah. mom really moved because she wanted a better life for us uh, without all the gangs. So we moved here to Mississippi and, you know, it was like I said, like I said, a nature shock to me because I'm seeing all these trees and, you know, I'm like, wow, <laughs> so where's everything at? So it was an adjustment, but I, <laughs> I took, um, I took uh, the adjustment and just put all my effort into loving music and playing sports. So that would kept me uh, and going to church and that would kept me out of a lot of different situations coming up as a young man. So you mentioned here just a second ago that you knew the struggle. So uh, did you grow up kind of in uh, like a like a poor society or, or like were you struggling for money the family wise? Yes. Well, well, basically, um, it wasn't like a poor society, but basically, um, you know, you got one single mother with seven, seven children. So sure, that's sure. a struggle. That's a struggle alone, you know. So um, but I, I was the, the, the stand up guy. I was a guy, um, you know, also working. I had a full fledged job at the same time, you know, uh, working to help out pay bills. Um, you know, um, that just came natural to me. So, you know, what I'm saying I always been a go getter and. You know, and um, helping out and, and, and at the same time, still going to school, still getting my grades, still going to practice. You know, I did all these things, you know what I'm saying, coming up. I've never been without a job, <laughs> uh, you know, since I've been in the eighth, uh, well, uh, since I've been 12 years old. 
Um, I actually have a soapy suds commercial. I, I used to work at a car wash. So I've been working at 12 years old. I got that on. That's on tape. Like uh, you can pull it up. Soapy suds car wash commercial. I'm on there at 12 years old working. <laughs> well, at least everyone's going to know that you're humble because you've had to work for everything you've ever had. You know what I mean? And, and I, and, and I don't, I was kind of in the same boat until a few years ago where, you know, we were finally able to just do whatever we wanted to do for a while there. And then it was like, I've had to work for everything I've had. And what's it going to hurt for something to happen to where I can just be handed stuff every now and then? Like everyone wants to feel that way where they don't have to work as hard as they had to. Because, for example, like I would much rather want to be like Oprah or Elvis or any of those poor that were poor before because I would much rather be that thing than, than, than Queen Elizabeth because they know what it's like to be poor. They know what it's like. Okay, I'm going to be easy with this money because guess what? I can lose it and I'm not going to go back to eating, you know, a yogurt per per, or, you know what I mean? A yogurt a day or, you yeah. know, it's just one of those things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Once you, once you've uh, been through that, you know what I'm saying? That's something you'll never forget because you know what I'm saying? That's just, that's, that's life. You know what I'm saying? You go through different things in life and we don't know why God put it on us, but we he put it on us for a reason and for a lesson, you know what I'm saying? For us to learn, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, trouble don't last always. So you won't be able to, you won't be in the same position always. Like you said, like music evolve, people evolve. So, you know, and we just got to look at the take the best out of every situation that we're given and make the best of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Breeze Money Cinema. Tell me about that. What exactly is it like a production company? Obviously, something you have to do with you. So because it says you're the CEO and stuff like that. So just. Uh, yes, well, I'm the president and Ike Breeze is the uh, CEO um breezy money uh, breezy money cinema is basically like our production company for making movies and and short films gotcha. and uh we uh we also uh we are like licensed up on the harry fox agency for uh music uh placements through tv and film um also as well we're an independent uh record label that's where i come in as well as the president of the record label as well as an artist um and we do all the basically we do all the legwork and um like i said i can tell any indie artist if you are not uh if you're not investing in yourself at all um please don't expect majors to invest in you as well you know so that's just how it goes you know we got to, you got to definitely invest in yourself um to see some worth and you know and they can see that worth as well and may want to invest in you as well that, that's very interesting because I'm a big movie nerd. So, like, <laughs> when they come to you for, like, you know, I want to put a certain song on, on TV and, or a movie, how does that actually work? Like, would you go to, a, would you go to like, a, I don't know, 20th Century Fox and be like, well, I see you got this cartoon coming out. I would love to put this song in their cartoon. Would you get it? Or are they basically reaching out to you guys? Uh, some be, will be reaching out to us. And uh, other times that uh, we'll be uh, basically uh, we have people that basically uh, will solicit our music to other people as well, you know. So um, but most of the time they'll reach out to us and 
Um, right now, we haven't. Uh, by me being new, I have got I got reached out a couple of times already, but haven't had any placements. But are in the process of getting placements done. You know, so it's it's a blessing. So has the cinema group had any like songs and TV shows or movies that we'd be know that we'd know of? Um, not in my production. Um, okay. Had, okay. Uh, it's only just on our, our main media stuff that we do. We put all our music behind the stuff that we do. Um, but not any any big role movies uh, as of yet. Like I said, we're still in the process. Um, already talking to some of the music placement uh, people right, right, to right. music, and you know, it's it's like underway. So we just hopefully will you'll see some stuff from us twenty twenty one. So. When they came to you and they're like, hey, we weren't worried. Now, did CMT come to you for that? Or like, how, how did you know that your video was going to be featured on CMT? Did you send it in? Because I, I don't know how that stuff works, and I'm just very curious about well, it. Well, basically, we had a uh, friend uh, of a friend, uh, Kevin DeClue, uh, real good guy. Uh, he introduced us uh, to Leslie, and it went from there, which was the VP of... Uh, CMT, Leslie Flam, and uh, right. introduced us, and it went from there. She just really loved the record. Uh, once she heard it, she just really loved it, and it went from there. And uh, we got on, and um, it's been going well. Thank God it's been going well. You know, we're very blessed, and we thank uh, CMT for everything. Uh, Leslie Flam, the whole crew, we thank them very, very much. So she liked it. So did you have a video before you were introduced to Leslie at CMT or were they like, Hey, we like it. Go make a video. Well, yes, we, uh, they, they liked the, they liked the, the, uh, the, uh, the first uh, copy that we had, but it wasn't a uh -huh. visual. It wasn't a real visual. So they said, okay. yes, we would we need a real visual video with concept. Um, so I said, okay, no problem. And we went and, uh, shot that because they, they's like, well, we can definitely run it, but we just need one with concept. So we went and shot that video out in Tampa, Florida, uh, kind of around Plant City area, and we got that done in a, about two days or so, and um, you know, got it ready and sent it back to them, and uh, they they uh, loved it once they saw it and and aired it and let us know, you know, it'll be on. So. Just a few more minutes here. I, I know you're short on time here. Uh, when your video was showed on CMT and they they featured you over the news and stuff like that, have you had many people come to you like, hey, I, besides me, like I want to do an interview with you. I want you over here. I want you over there. Have you had a lot of that? Yes, yes, I have, and um, I, I mean, I, I accept it. I, I, I'm grateful, you know. what I'm saying, and I, I'm just ready. I'm ready to do all the interviews. Whoever's ready to interview, I'm ready to, you know, go. It's go time. And yes, man, it's been it's been a lot of good traction coming in. And like I said, I can't do nothing but thank God for that. And um, thanking some of my fans out there. Thank all of them and uh, all the support that everybody's give giving me. Uh, you know, it's 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 overwhelming. And I thank them. Yeah, man, it's, it's going real good. Now, when you're doing these interviews, what, and I like this question to, to, because it opens up a whole new ball game for us is 
when you're doing an interview, what's one question? I don't know if you've done a lot, but what's one question that you get where you're just like, man, okay, I know this question, the answer to the question, like the back of my hand. I can give it to you right now. I don't even have to think about it. You ever, you have a question <laughs> like that that you always get? <laughs> uh, no, not really. You know, um, I'd be just open for, you know, whatever most of the time. You know, so uh, most, most, uh, so far I haven't got uh, some of the same repetitive uh, uh, questions. You know, so it's been pretty good, been pretty uh, diverse with the questions so far. So what's something that you just like, I want to go on this interview and I wish they would ask me this question because it doesn't matter who I go to, how diverse the questions are. They never ask me that. Oh, OK. No. Uh, well, you covered everything. Uh, I want to let you know that you pretty much covered <laughs> everything. Um, but uh, yeah, basically asking asking uh, um, about me and where I come from and some uh, some of my background, so you know um, my fans and my supporters can get a little bit familiar with me. You know, um, but I think you hit everything on a knob, man. You did a great job, and um, yeah, that's that's mainly it. You know that question. What's one question you wish you would get going into these yes, interviews? Yes, uh, uh, in these interviews, just uh, basically. Uh, who who uh, uh basically who are, who am I and you know um, a little bit about me um so, so I can uh, basically tell tell some of the supporters and fans that can prop, uh, possibly uh, relate to me you know so that 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 question would be the main one. Well, man, look, I appreciate it. You're short on time. I'm gonna let you go here. Uh, but we've seen Hollywood go Nashville here on the podcast, yeah. so <laughs> I really appreciate it, man. Man, thank you, brother. Uh, I appreciate you, man. Keep up your great work, brother. Anytime you want to have me back on, please do, man. I'm more than welcome. Uh, I thank you. Thanks for Hollywood for taking time of his busy schedule to jump on my little podcast here. So join me next Monday as we got another episode and another movie review like every Monday. Without further ado, I'm going to get out of your guys' hair. So in time and in between time, I've been your host, D-Hodge, but you guys have already known that. The first spaceship never went to space, so you're going to fail. But guess what? You're going to get back up, and soon you're going to hit the moon. And you never learn from success. You always learn from failure. I've been your host, D-Hodge, but you guys have already known that. Enjoy and find less. I'll catch you guys on flip side. See you later. Bye.